what occupies your time. Join Integrative OT to learn about what occupational therapy is, how it can help in just about any area of your life, and why it only takes a few tweaks to your habits, routines, and roles for you to become empowered. How you live your life is important. Let's discover healthy ways of being and doing together. Let's live a meaningful life on purpose. Hi guys, welcome to episode five, how intuition helps with occupational balance. A few housekeeping things. I have had a couple people reach out about episode two, when grief occupies your time. Apparently that episode did not post to Apple Podcasts. So if you are interested in hearing that, please check out my other platforms like Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio or Spotify if you are interested in hearing about my occupation with grief over the last almost two years now since my dad passed away. The other housekeeping item I wanted to go over is um, if you have a chance to leave me a review on Apple or Spotify, it really does help increase the visibility. I've had a couple of people tell me that they searched in the search box for Integrative OT's podcast and were unable to find it. So if you have just a second of your day to leave me a review on Apple or Spotify, that would help other people find me easier and I would be super, super grateful. So let's dive right into today. What is intuition? Why is it important for meaningful occupations? And how do we develop it? So to answer the question, what is intuition? I am not going to get super technical in a definition from a dictionary. I'm just going to tell you what it means to me. And that is intuition is our inner knowing, our wisdom, our compass, our connection to self with a capital S, um, the universe, our Christ within, God, however you want to, to say that. To me, though, it is my inner knowing. It is my wisdom. And why is it important? Well, when we connect within, we become centered, meaning present and focused and calm and grounded. And this helps us become aware of our beliefs, desires, values, needs. And from that place, we can make meaningful, intentional decisions. So from a place of deep knowing and clarity, this is super important because making those decisions impacts not only our lives, but the lives of people around us. We also model this behavior to our kids and other people who look up to us if, if we don't have children. Having agency in our own engagement in healthy occupations gives us a profound sense of wellness and strength, resilience, happiness. Intuition comes from quieting the monkey mind. If you're a meditator, you've heard that phrase. And just being. This is a really hard, it's hard work, especially here in America, because this is a hard concept to grasp where doing is so highly valued and looking like you're sitting around doing nothing is deemed lazy. But there is so much research that those who connect quietly to their intuition are not only less anxious or depressed, they're actually more efficient and effective with their work. Um, also a lot more creative. Steve Jobs had an interview one time where he actually talked about this and attributed his creativity to the fact that he would sit and get calm and centered and grounded and connect with his intuition. I've said this before, but I love that OT focuses on spiritual connection as well as the mind and body. 
So getting in touch with your intuition literally links all three parts of your whole self. It is a fantastic way to foster relationships with yourself, with others, and with a greater spirit. I know for me, it helps knowing where I end or start and someone else begins. Um, Being a two on the Enneagram, I can easily lose boundaries and end up taking on other people's energies or burdens or not being super clear on my actual wants and needs and desires, etc. A study was actually done in 2014 by a holistic OT. Her name is Emmy Vadness, and I highly recommend looking at her website, holisticot.org. And she has a fantastic book actually on intuition. But she did a study in 2014 that reported that 60 to 90% of why people go to the doctor was a mind body related issue specifically for stress. Another study from 2013 claimed that 75% of healthcare calls could be prevented by making healthier lifestyle choices. People tell me all the time that connecting with your intuition is woo woo. And I can see how people can think that since it's not something actually tangible. But quantum theory makes it very scientifically tangible. Einstein actually created this theory back in the 1930s. And basically what it states is that because everything is made of energy, literally everything, then everything is connected. Research over the years has continued to prove this over and over again. But what is so cool about this is what's called the EPR paradox. It's the Einstein, somebody's name that starts with P and somebody's name that starts with an R, um, But it states that once particles have interacted, even if they're separated by billions of light years, they remain connected and entangled. They can instantly know each other's state. That blew my mind and was such a comfort for me when I lost my dad. This is how healing modalities like Reiki and energy work, I believe in craniosacral therapy, This is how they're successful in reducing a plethora of ailments. There's another great OT who does Reiki trainings, and she has fantastic research, tons of it, about how Reiki really is scientifically proven to help. And there's not another explanation for it besides this energy work. There's a doctor named Roland McCready. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing his name right, so forgive me on that one. But he is a PhD with the Heart Math Institute, and he has found that your heart's electromagnetic field, so the energy from your heart that's read on an EKG, is 60 times greater than the energy recorded on an EEG, which measures brain activity. He says that these energy signals can be registered in the brains of people who are nearby, So in the OT world, this is important. This is what we mean by co-regulation. I don't know if you've ever heard that word before, but it's so important for healthy relationships, especially for our children. Another reason that leaning into an intuitive state is important is because when we are partnering intentionally with our innermost self, we have triggered the relaxation response. So that essentially, you can just think of it as the opposite of a stress response. It increases our parasympathetic nervous system, which is our rest and digest, decreases our sympathetic, which is our fight or flight. And doing this actually increases our heart rate variability, which you want it to be high because that increases our window of tolerance, our resiliency, and a myriad of other health benefits. 
one of my favorite ways to access my intuition and practice sending loving kindness to my circle of closest people along with the rest of the world is through meditation or if you don't like that word um, or if you'd rather call it what the Christian culture calls it that's contemplative prayer I also use my dreams to help tap into what my subconscious or unconscious is telling me Um, And actually, I plan to do a whole podcast on dreams with someone who is studying to be a union analyst. So we will dive into that later for sure. But meditation, like I said, is one of my favorite and I think healthiest occupations I engage in. There is boatloads of research, ancient and modern, to boast the benefits of meditation. Um, To name a few, it improves immune function, which you actually remember I discussed in episode two, the lymphatics podcast, because deep breathing stimulates those deep abdominal lymph nodes. Uh, Meditation also increases compassion, cognition, emotional regulation. It decreases anxiety, fear, stress, depressive tendencies. It, It eases pain. And it works because it induces those alpha data Delta, I'm sorry, and theta brainwaves, which to no surprise are also the brainwaves associated with that, those calm, focused and creative states. From an OT lens, ADLs or activities of daily living improve as we come into that centered and grounded place. So with decreased stress and a better mood, we are much more easily able to engage in meaningful and healthy occupations like self-care. Um, Also finding a spiritual connection, which increases our sense of interconnectedness to our brothers and sisters around the world, which also increases compassion and grace and decrease feelings of isolation or um, even grief. A study from the late 90s showed that experiencing a connection with something bigger than you helps people have less ailments and illnesses. So again, in in Amy Vadness's book um, about intuition, She says this, the number one predictor for longevity, good health, and happiness for men and women across cultures is having a strong spiritual base. I consider myself a very spiritual person. I don't tip, I don't actually prescribe to any specific religious dogma. I find it a little bit suffocating, um, containing, (laughs) I guess, all those rules. But I firmly agree that a faith or connection to something larger than us is vastly important to holistic health. You cannot have connection to your mind and your spirit through your body if you don't have the spirituality component. Um, I plan to do a whole podcast, though, on spirituality and religion, so we'll go deeper on that um, as well in in another episode. Meditation, guided imagery, Those are all things that I have studied extensively. So if this is something that interests you or you'd like to learn more about it or how to incorporate it into your daily life and habits and routines, feel free to reach out. I think we could all benefit from increasing our time in a relaxation response space and getting in touch with our intuition. Um, Also, if you're interested in delving further into energy work, Reiki, chakra healing, reflexology, feel free to reach out as well. So I want to stop here and speak a second to the haters of the (laughs) woo-woo. I love the story about the drowning man and the rowboat because it perfectly sums up that to me that all of us are blessed with gifts that can help others and allowing yourself to try new things and stay open-minded, be helped, 
that's not sacrilegious. It's it's trusting other people's spiritual gifts like you hope that they would trust yours and allowing them to help support your journey to healing and wholeness. So the story, I don't know if you've ever heard it, and I'm not actually sure who it's attributed to, but whoever said it was a genius. Uh, it goes something like this. There was a man who was in a boat and his boat sank and he was in the middle of a river or an ocean and he started drowning and he realized, oh my goodness, I'm going to die here. I'm going to pray and God will save me from this. So he did. And about that time, a guy came by on his boat and said, do you need a hand? And the guy in the water said, no, God's going to save me. And so the man said, okay, and, and drove his boat away. Then the man in the ocean dies. And when he gets to heaven, he says, I trusted you. I had faith in you. You didn't rescue me. And God looks at him and says, well, I sent you somebody. I sent you a lifeboat. I sent you a life jacket. So I just wanted to, to tell that story because there's a lot of people who feel like reaching out to these kinds of modalities is against their religion. And I really want to urge you to to, to think deeper and to open your mind a little bit that perhaps God is sending you a rowboat, um, a life vest in the form of people who ha- their spiritual gift is this. Something I touched on earlier is that one of the things I love about OT, again, is um, we look at client factors in our initial assessment in the occupational profile. So we look at what supports us, what environments support or inhibit our wellness, what beliefs we hold dear, along with values that are either limiting or supporting. All of us have limiting beliefs that hold us back from being our most authentic selves. At some time or another, we all have them. Dr. Wayne Jonas was uh, one of the first ever directors of the NIH, the National Institute of Health's branch in complementary and integrative health. And he stated that 80% of our healing comes from our beliefs and meaningful values, what the medical community calls the placebo effect. That is kind of a misconstrued word now, I feel like these days. So what he actually said we should swap it and call it, is the meaning response. And I should mention, the opposite of the placebo effect is the nocebo effect, where we attach a negative outcome belief to something. So in other words, what he was saying is that your belief about what's going to help you get better is just as important as the medicine you take, the surgery you do, the rehab you go through, whatever. You have to believe it's going to help for a treatment or an intervention to be the, of the most benefit. Something I do with my patients when I am doing any kind of reflexology or manual work like the detox lymphatic massage I do is what Dr. Herbert Benson called remembered wellness. I do this while incorporating guided imagery. So I have patients picture themselves in vivid detail being healthy again. What does that look like? What occupations are you engaging in when you're healthy? Dr. Benson claims that it's about 80% effective and can triple the success rate of healing, which is phenomenal, can triple it and is 80% effective. So the same um, holistic OT I mentioned earlier, she did another study with two two, two groups of people who were getting knee surgery for some kind of knee problem. 
one group had the surgery and the other one went under anesthesia but just had an incision, not the actual surgery. The research she did found that the groups healed the same. They both believed the surgery fixed the problem, and so their problem was no longer there. Surgery or no surgery, which is just insane to me. So as you can see, intuition is vastly important to cultivating health and wellness in every aspect of our lives, minds, bodies, and spirit. It impacts our connection to ourselves, to other people in our lives, to the world at large, which directly relates to how we engage in meaningful occupations. I hope I've given you a couple of actionable steps here of how to connect to your own inner wisdom and guidance. So if you would like to delve further into this, as always, reach out. But I would encourage you and challenge you this week to once a day for five to 10 minutes, whatever you feel like you're capable of doing, sit silently, quiet the monkey mind, focus on your breathing, and just check in. What is it that your body would be telling you? What state are you in mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually? What can we glean this week from sitting in silence and just being, not doing, checking in with ourselves? How are we feeling? What would our body tell us? Thanks, guys. All right, guys, that's it for Integrative OT. Thanks so much for listening. I hope something resonated with you. Please share it with a friend and drop me a review on Apple Podcasts so it's easier for people to find me. Look forward to talking with you guys again soon.